Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite Queen's Practical Wisdoms for Life podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm here with our co-founders, Lynn and Tina, as well as Director of Operations and Communications, Rachel. Today, we'll be discussing why kindness is important and how it can change your everyday life. What does kindness mean to you, and how do you demonstrate kindness? Lynn, would you like to answer first? Sure. Uh, (laughs) You know, every day... I try to perform at least one random act of kindness. Um, I say try because if I'm working all day in my home, it may not be the easiest thing. But this could be letting um, someone go ahead of me in line. Um, It could be bringing down an item on a top shelf um, that is out of reach for another shopper. There's just a myriad of little ways that we can do that. Um, And these little things, they really make a difference. It can just lighten your day when someone's been kind to you. And kindness to me is about living your life with compassion and dignity for others. It's embracing a generosity of spirit and channeling joy. So I think to sum it up, kindness means grace to me. Uh, Rachel, what are your thoughts? Well, that was beautiful, Lynn. Um, it is quite quite a big question. What does kindness mean to you? And there are a lot of ways that you could answer it. For me, it's just making the world better than it was uh, before, just the day before or before you stepped in. And, you know, that doesn't need to be saving the world and ending world hunger and everything, but it, it can be very small actions like Lynn's example of getting something that's out of reach to somebody else and bringing it down to them so that they can continue with their shopping trip. It can be a kind word or, or, you know, paying for someone's coffee when they realize that they're a little bit short or even for no reason at all. I think a cornerstone of kindness is performing an act that without expectation for how they will respond. Um, If you're going to give to somebody in need, you give to them without expectation of how you think they should spend that money. Or if you perform an act of generosity to anybody, you you do that without the expectation of thanks or a, a favor. It's not for gain. It's not in order to increase your own reputation. Um, it's it's for the, the good of it and making the world a little bit better. Although, to, to be fair, there typically is some kind of small gain. It makes you feel better. Uh, If you believe in karma, you'll get better karma. And you'll come to be known as a kind person, perhaps. But another thing about that is that when you're doing something without expectation and without um, hope for gain, you might do it in a way um, where nobody knows that you did it. And that's something I like to do when I can. Now, it it does tend to be very hard, but if I can make somebody's life easier in any, in any way. I won't necessarily tell them that I did the thing. I just I just go ahead and do it. And I try to help them out. If I know that somebody's struggling with a task, I might perform it for them. And whenever they get back to their desk or wherever it is, they will find that it's done and that can be better. And I think something that Lynn alluded to, she mentioned compassion and grace. And I would like to add to that patience and mercy. There's so many times when somebody expects you to react negatively to them when you're out shopping and and the cashier is having a hard time, like had a long line for you or, or whatever that may be. 
giving them the patience or when a friend is late, so being patient and being tolerant and saying, hey, it's okay, and let it roll off your back and let them relieve some of that stress. So those are some of the ways that you might be able to be kind. Tina, what would, what would you like to add? Well, I like all of those things, patience and grace and, you know, kindness really is a personal quality and it, um, it allows us to have empathy and to be sensitive to the needs of others and to offer ourselves um, to, uh, to help or to endeavor uh, to meet those needs. It's a lot more than being just nice and agreeable. I think it's really about um, it's a, their core skills that, that shape relationships between people and helping to create caring communities. And true kindness is probably best demonstrated by um, not creating too much attention to it um, quietly. You know, a smile, making eye contact, saying thank you, maybe a compliment, passing a you know, a passing compliment, or just sometimes just saying hello to someone. Those are all ways to make a um, an otherwise droll dull day um, come to life. These are some beautiful thoughts on kindness. Thank you. Given the current social climate, how do you infuse kindness back into the conversation? Tina, what are your ideas on this? Yeah, it's a, it's this is a, a tough one, and we've talked a little bit about this on a on a uh, previous conversation on on holidays and politics and what do you do. So, kindness. If if we start off by thinking that we can be nice to everyone, right? Try to be nice to everyone with whom you interact. We have no idea what the other person's going through that day. Um, and showing random to Lynn's point, showing those random acts of kindness can be can be so helpful. And be polite, but not being overly familiar with someone, but, but just to 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 show some some simple um, etiquette. Don't be too chummy with somebody. Um, you just treat everyone with the same respect that you would expect from yourself. These are all, you know, kindness, compassion, empathy are all crucial for healthy social uh, and emotional growth. And these are all positive qualities that um, that can enable our communities to uh, to function. I think in a in a more caring manner. Lynn, what do you think? Well. Yeah, I, I think the number one thing is to resist the temptation to be drawn into the trap of retaliation. Mm -hmm. I like to think of the art of possibility um, to maintain a positive narrative and reinforce potential. And that emotional clarity with respect, trust, and dignity can help you enjoy things that can be really challenging. It's, it's really adjusting your perspective so that you don't get drugged down into the muck. <laughs> and I think another thing to be mindful of is to think to speak. And so this is where you resist that temptation. Um, and you think to speak so that you can choose to be your better self. And that doesn't mean that you can't disagree with what's going on and be active and take part in a dialogue, but you can do it in a manner that is um, positive and civil um, and where you really do exhibit that 
that better, that better side of all humanity. Rachel, what are your thoughts here? Was well, interesting the part of this question about the given, given the current social climate. Um, I think that at any point in time, in any place, you can always find vile behavior, and I don't know that we can say whether this social climate is crueler or kinder than before. But what I can say is that while you can always find vile behavior, you can always find kindness as well. And I think a way to be kind um, to the world around you and the people around you is not just to say the nice things or kind things and doing the kind things, but also pointing out those things that are already existing. You can really bring positivity back into people's lives by pointing out the, all the good that you see. You know, if if they're complaining about about the us being late, you can point out, well, hey, you know, at least there's a there's an ice cream cone stand right here when we can get some ice cream. And just being able to to bring that positivity, I think is a really great way to infuse kindness back into the conversation because it reminds people that things are, are okay. You know, Lynn mentioned um, not falling into the trap of retaliation. There's another trap that people can fall into and I often fall into, which is the trap of complaining and negativity and, you know, just holding on to all the little annoyances throughout the day and just having that be the basis of your conversation when instead you can be kind by showing appreciation for the person that you're speaking to, but also for the world that you live in. The bus was late, but after you got on the bus, it was pretty speedy to get to where you needed to go. So it was all okay in the end, you know, pointing out that, that someone was kind to you or you saw, I'm stuck on this bus, but you saw a cute toddler on the bus and they smiled and waved at you, just pointing out the good. And again, being patient with the people around you. And I think a lot of the the tenseness, the tension in the current social climate is about people having disagreements um, in values and, and in the way things are represented. And I think being patient and being kind in, in expressing yourself and teaching if possible, but also allowing people to, to live. Um, I think those can be ways to be kind. So just just being positive and, and inspiring and reminding people to be kind. Those are all excellent points. How do you practice kindness when you feel surrounded by negativity and treated like a doormat? Rachel? Yeah, that, that can be tough. Um, first of all, if, if that's how you're feeling, I would try to remove that negativity from your life and, and don't allow yourself to be a doormat. Setting your boundaries does not mean being unkind. Set your boundaries calmly and firmly, but leave the door open and say, hey, I still want to, to have a relationship with you and be open to new experiences, um, but this is what needs to happen. Sometimes, you know, if you're, if you're angry about the way things are, that doesn't mean that you can't be kind. Sometimes you can be kind out of spite and say, you know, this world is trying so hard to bring me down and to bring bring the world down, the culture or whatever it may be, and being kind anyway to show that, that you haven't been brought down. That can be another way to do it. Finding your strength to be kind, I think, is what's really going to help in these kinds of situations. Tina, what would you add? Like a lot of what you said there, Rachel, um, Practice kindness when surrounded by negativity. You know, being kind 
is a mindset. And we're creating karma, and I think, Rachel, you said this earlier. Um, when we create karma that we want in our own life, we send it out to the universe, and hopefully it comes back. Um, but I, I do think it's a choice on how we how we are reactive or non-reactive to negativity, um, how we let that impact us. And many times we we pave the way for, for that negativity to be pushed aside by showing kindness, by showing compassion, by showing empathy. Personally, if I feel that there is too much negativity going on around me, other than bur burning sage and, and trying to <laughs> clear the air, um, I actually find it very helpful to, um, I, I go to Skid Row and I serve and I talk with folks on Skid Row. I look at, at uh, talk with, with folks that, that are, are certainly in a, a much different situation than I. And that lifts me up. Um, and it, it brings back the humanity and it doesn't it cuts through all of the pettiness for me but again i think that kindness is a mindset and um we we um it's important that that we make that choice if all of us were to make that choice every day it would be a much easier easier world lynn what do you have to say well i I concur with uh, raising my arms and jumping up and down the last statement. Absolutely. Um, and I think that sometimes the most obvious and important realities are the hardest to see and talk about. And we've all been talking about this, but you control your own behavior and your own mindset. And I do think you need to consider the perspective of individuals who are acting negatively or treating you um, like a doormat. Um, you know, let them know how you feel, um, and offer a suggestion for improvement. Um, I mean, you don't make it personal. This is really about what Rachel was say, saying about setting boundaries. Create an opportunity for a discussion and, and listen to the other perspective and be willing to consider it. Um, that, that once that's listening is an act of kindness to listen and hear them out and actually be willing to consider their input. You know, make the changes that are needed to inject that appreciation and joy into the situation. And it could be, as Tina pointed out, of helping someone else so you can lift you up and and you can recognize, you know, what there is in the world. Um, it's by being authentic and transparent and you, you demonstrate who you are. Um, by your actions and your enthusiasm and your positivity. Thank you. We have time for one more question, and we have one from Natalie in Redding, California. Natalie asks, I strive to exercise kindness in every aspect of my life. However, I have found that some people treat me with overt suspicion when I'm kind to them. I'm not sure how to handle this. What do you suggest? Thank you for your question, Natalie. Tina, what suggestions can you share? There are certainly skeptics out there, Natalie. Some people are really taken aback by kindness. They think that you must want something. And don't try to explain it. Smile, say have a nice day. It's really not your responsibility to change a person's perspective. 
but maybe with an exposure to, to kindness that you're showing, that individual may begin to melt some of that defensiveness. Um, much like uh, Rachel had mentioned earlier in the podcast about paying it forward is, is just be kind. Don't, don't feel that, um, that you need to explain yourself. Lynn? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think to be consistent and confident in your own behavior, Natalie, you know, stay true to yourself. When you're developing a relationship, um, some people may take a while to connect and let them move at their own pace. Um, respect their reticence. And uh, remember that you can only control your own behavior and, uh, you know, take care of, take care of that and, and be, exercise your kindness. Rachel? Well, Natalie, I'm sorry that you're experiencing this. I can see how this would be really dispiriting. It can, it can be difficult to, to connect, try to connect with people who, for whatever reason, view the world in such negative tones. But as Tina mentioned it, they might be viewing it as you wanting something from them. There's this this idea that nobody can be 100% positive all of the time. And I do think that's true, but that doesn't mean that you can't be kind 100% of the time, which is what you said that you would strive to be. They might feel that you're being dishonest about your feelings and your motivations. And I mean, of course, you, you already know this, Natalie, I'm sure, but make sure that you are being honest with yourself and the people around you about your feelings. But I don't want you to change either. If this is who you are, this is a really great person to be, to try to exercise kindness everywhere you can. And as Lynn alluded to, be patient with the people around you. They have these these suspicions and this 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 fear for whatever reason. And all you can do is continue to be kind and show that you're not trying to take advantage of them by simply not taking advantage of them. And eventually they will see, hopefully, that you are being genuine in your kindness. And I hope that that this can be resolved soon. Thank you, Tina, Lynn, and Rachel for your advice. I hope it helps Natalie and others facing similar skepticism. We want to thank all of our members and guests who joined us for today's podcast. Next week will be another terrific dialogue at Petite to Queen. If you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. Mm -hmm.